Hello, hello. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the inaugural episode of GM Need Help Show. So while we are waiting for our guests to come in, I would like to just do a few short introductions. First,、uh, welcome to the calling app. This will be our platform where we record all these GM Need Help Show episodes live. So the way it works is very similar to Clubhouse, where you can mute or participate in conversation as you like. If you are the audience members who are would like to join our discussion, feel free to click the phone icon, and then you will be automatically enrolled in the calling queue, and we will take. Calls from there one by one. So, what this is this show about? Ah,、uh, this show is currently a collaboration between the Make and Play podcast and the GM Need Help community. Where we will have our weekly discussion on、uh, Web three and everything related. So we will post the Discord address、um, invite link later. So if you would like to participate in our community, you can join our Discord server through the link posted in the show notes later. And now I would like to introduce our guest for our. Episode zero, the inaugural episode.、Uh, welcome to the show, Karthik. Hey, Roger. Thanks for having me. Honor to have you here. So, first, maybe、um, give us a short introduction on、uh, GM need help, and maybe also the previous product slash community hacks that you've been building. Since I know they are kind of、um, related. With each other, yeah, no, happy to.、Um, GM Need Help、um, is a、uh, learn-to-earn ecosystem、um, where we offer a Q and A platform、uh, to answer any crypto questions. So, as someone who's been thinking deeply about crypto education for quite some time, and I'll get into the community I ran、uh, or I'm running still on the side called Hacks、uh, beforehand.、Um, Learning anything complex, including crypto,、um, is much more like it's a series of road bumps, a series of things that you have to kind of you get stuck, you have to kind of push past it.、Uh, it's it's not something where you can just take a course and just like learn it all in a week or go on a YouTube binge. And you know, I think people that have access to kind of continued personalized help、uh, are really able to understand and. And the power of understanding Web three and crypto is that you're able to participate and contribute in it.、Uh, and if our suspicions are right in the crypto world,、uh, you know this ecosystem is going to continue to grow and grow and grow rapidly over the next five ten years.、Uh, but people that don't have access to this continued kind of personalized help、um, are often, you know, they end up remaining stuck and and are then can abandon or or not really get to a deeper level of understanding. And so, really, what GM need help?、Um, the 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 mission for it is to really provide that help 
uh, to those learners uh, at scale um, through through this Q and A platform. So I'm happy to get into more details um, as we discuss here, um, and um, you know, looking forward to the to the discussion. Sounds great. Yeah, thank you for the introduction on the um, products and communities you are building. Uh, just send out some invites to some of the um, show followers. Hopefully they can join in a few minutes. But I know since it's, it's our um, pilot testing episode and right now a lot of people might be just uh, leaving work in their cars. So I don't know, maybe we'll just have a, um, you know, two-person show uh, for today. But definitely I have prepared some um, questions from the GM Need Help um, alpha product. So these are some um, interesting questions we can discuss. So I would definitely keep an eye on the um, audience calling queue. If anyone wants to ask a question, uh, definitely feel free to do so. But otherwise, we can just maybe start with some more like um, high-level uh, Web3 and crypto questions um, for our um, episode zero. And for the audience who might be listening to this uh, afterwards for the recordings, um, feel free to um, you know DM me or uh, send a message in the Discord GM need help um, server to suggest maybe a better um, live recording time. Um, since we are building this uh, Web3 community, we would definitely also love this show to be as much uh, interactive as possible. Um, don't want to just be, you know, two or three people talking to audience all the time. We love your uh, live questions. Well, anyway, uh, let's now maybe go through a few questions. So I personally selected a few from the um, answer questions. And also I know we have some community members who um, contributed to this question uh, list here. So yeah, let's maybe just start with this very um, simple question here. So the um, learner on GM Need Help is asking, um, are we in the crypto bubble right now? Sorry, Roger, do you want me to take a swing at answering that? Uh, sure, yeah, you can give some answer and I can also try to answer it later, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, and, and yeah, no, I think uh, any any way you want to, um, and those are our test episodes, so any way you want to, um, whatever you want to talk about on game. Uh, it's it's a, I think it's a really good question. I'll start by saying bubbles are relative and they're very in the moment and it's really hard to know whether we're in a bubble, whether we're in the beginning of a bubble. But typically, the reason bubbles happen is that progress um, and hype it doesn't happen like in a flat line, you know, it's not like, you know, oh, the internet's invented and then every year, um, people get excited by some kind of constant 5% or 10% increase. And then, then magically 10 years from now, uh, everyone is into the internet. Uh, typically as we've seen, uh, with previous te new technologies, um, uh, um, there's this new shiny thing. And people get very, very interested uh, in it, both just from a technical or from a kind of like 
capabilities perspective, but also from a speculative perspective. And with speculation, you kind of get the best of people and the worst of people. You get people that are really interested in like trying to fund new things. And you get people that are really into trying to make money um, and, uh, you know, make profit, right? And so typically, as you have a quick increase of new folks in a, new, in a space that doesn't really have a lot of um, depth in terms of uh, history, uh, what ends up happening is when some of that enthusiasm um, wanes away, um, you end up with a opposite movement in price. I've always said that bear markets happen when there's a lack of buyers. Like there's always sellers, but when there's a lack of buyers, when hey, you know something's been around for six months or a year or a year and a half, and then all of a sudden the enthusiasm kind of starts to fade away, then people will want to sell, but there's not anyone else to buy. And that's where you start seeing uh, more, uh, you know, larger corrections. So anyway, that's a long preamble to say that I think bubbles are, are, are a feature, not a bug, in that progress is kind of made where there's, a, there's kind of a bubble, a lot of capital is deployed, some of it's lost, but some of it's really used to fund the next level of innovation. And usually during down markets is when some of that building, a lot of that building happens. And so there's kind of a, a cascading uh, set of bubbles. And so like, it's kind of like this curve of progress. You, you're kind of like constantly undershooting and overshooting um, where reality is based on like where the market is, if that makes sense. Um, so are we in a crypto bubble? Um, it's hard to say. I would say if, if someone said you have to answer that yes or no, I would say no. I think um, we're kind of in this, from a market perspective, I think we're kind of in this consolidation phase where there was a little bit of the beginnings of a crypto bubble, bubble in 2020, 2021, but we've kind of largely been sideways for the, for the better half of a year. So I suspect there's going to be a larger bubble that pops in the future. Maybe that's kind of hopeful thinking on my part, but I don't think, at least purely from a price perspective, I don't think we're in a bubble at the moment. I, in, in cryptocurrency, I think the cool thing with crypto is now it's evolved to like there's NFTs, there's DeFi, there's all these other sectors. I, I, and I'm happy to provide opinions on those other sectors, but I think purely on the cryptocurrency side, I don't think we're in a bubble. Yep. Thank you so much for the answer. And here are just my two cents. I think, you know, whether or not we're in a bubble, it's really hard to tell. But, you know, I think um, whatever, you know, technical trend is there going on, it's always better to be a, a builder rather than just a, you know, speculator. So, uh, yeah, I think the GM Need Help uh, would be a great product to onboard the um, next generation crypto and Web3 um, builders rather than just, you know, um, hyping um, people up for just, you know, buying assets and waiting for the prices to rise. I think it's always a good idea to, you know, learn the newest skills and try to be um, builders or community contributors yourself because those um, skills and experiences are always, you know, transferable and valuable. Um, yeah, and I think it would be a good idea to maybe come back a little bit to uh, focus more on the specific uh, technology and product. So um, I know that um, GM Need Help is currently built on the uh, Sol Solana chain. So maybe as one of the um, key technical people here, Karthik, would you mind maybe 
give the listeners a little bit introduction on uh, Solana and why you know GM need help um, chooses this over the other technology? Yeah, sure. Um, so Solana is a what's called a layer one blockchain technology. And really what layer one means is it's the base layer. So it's not built on something else. It's its own ecosystem. And so it's, it's very comparable to other kind of um, base layer protocols like Bitcoin or Ethereum or other ones. Um, and really what that means is that as a, as a kind of a base layer um, blockchain, it provides all of its own functionality around how to store data on chain and security and persistence and uptime and having, you know, um, people distributed uh, decentralized validators to ensure that the kind of the, you know, the uh, correctness of all the, of all the data and on everything. Um, and so uh, one of the things that's happened with, with Bitcoin, but really more so recently with Ethereum is that in order to transact on the blockchain, there's a limited amount of space in every block. And the way Ethereum works today, there's actually gonna be a change coming up in the near future, but the way it works today is uh, this causes there to be effectively like an auction to get into that block. And during times of high traffic, um, you know, that the price to, to, to process a transaction has easily gone upwards of 50, 100, $150. Um, even in a low traffic uh, ecosystem, uh, transacting Ethereum is easily 20, 30 bucks. One of the big uh, motivations and part of the, the, the key vision with GM Need Help is making Web3 accessible for everybody. And what we wanted to do with GM Need Help is we wanted to, to really follow the Web3 ethos of having user ownership. And one of the big things that's different, different in Web3 compared to Web2 is that your data is your data. So today, on, if you, you're on any kind of, you're on Twitter or Reddit or whatever, when you publish um, a post or a comment or whatever, it's stored somewhere on the company's data servers. Uh, it's not your data. Um, you can't decide to move it later or you can't, you have, like, you have no ownership over it. And as a result, you're really just beholden to the platform to do what it wants with that data. They can run advertising, they can do whatever. With Web3, the idea would be with GM Need Help is that we wanted users to have control of their data. And so whenever you post a question or answer, it's stored as an NFT uh, in your wallet. And the power with that is not only is it your data, but we kind of see it as like, we see GM Need Help hopefully as a broader ecosystem where as you get more ownership in the ecosystem by minting these NFTs, as question and answer days or other kind of things that we're, we're thinking through, you'll have more ability to make an impact, contribute, earn rewards, things like that. So user ownership is really important to us um, as we think through that. So I know there's another long winding answer, but I promise I'm almost at the end. Um, obviously, and so when we talk about making it available for everybody, Asking users to pay $20, $30, $50 to ask a question is obviously not a uh, tenable business model. No one's going to want to do that. And that's what it would cost to kind of run an Ethereum. Or G the platform would have to pay for it, which is it's also not tenable. So one of the advantages with Solana is that it can uh, process transactions for very cheap, like uh, usually a cent or a fraction of a cent. 
And so the idea was the platform could now afford to pay for transaction fees and mint tokens um, on Solana. And then the user would kind of be obfuscated from paying for any transactions and just be able to use it um, for free. So hopefully that answers the question. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, definitely love the idea of um, learning to earn and also um, helping to earn. And kind of uh, related to that, because um, as we just um, talked about, the uh, product is still at its um, alpha phase, but the blueprint is looking like that we're going to have, uh, you know, uh, living hu real human beings to um, answer questions that are posted on the um, product, also on the chain. So uh, just curious for the, um, the people who have, you know, expertise or knowledge in crypto and Web3, uh, what do you envision to be like the onboarding process for uh, a crypto slash Web3 um, expert to be on the GM Need Help platform? It's a good question. And I think the honest answer is it's still a little bit TBD. Uh, I think we'll need to collectively come up with a way to um, have some kind of governance or approval mechanism to onboard new experts to be able to answer questions, at least in the short term. Um, and the reason we want to do that is one of the challenges with like existing Q&A platforms like Quora is that anybody can answer questions, which can be a good thing, but also can be a bad thing because there's a lot of noise. And, you know, I think things like upvoting is a potentially an effective way to do curation. But I think um, one of the things we want to really explore is to, to hold the bar higher and to have folks that are really qualified answer those questions. Uh, I know Roger and I talked about this a little bit offline this week, but I think over time, obviously having uh, an approval process is not scalable uh, when you're talking about you know supporting thousands or millions of questions. And so over time, I would suspect that we want to we want to make it more available and we'll but, but still have some accountability so one idea we've been thinking about is this notion like we'll eventually have this this um multi-purpose governance token and gm need help i think we're thinking about calling it just help dollar sign help and one of the ideas that we float about is like hey in order to actually answer questions you need to be able to you need to stake some token um and staking that token will qualify you to earn rewards but also if for whatever reason, your answers are not useful. Maybe they got downvoted or maybe people have like flagged them as like not great answers or promotional or whatever, uh, you run the risk of having your reward slashed. So that's something we need to think about through as a community, but I think that's the long-term vision. Awesome. Yeah, definitely love the vision here. Um, well, it seems like we won't probably get much um, audience questions for this um, testing pilot episode, but I just have um, one last question here and uh, Kartik, feel free to um, add anything afterwards. Um, so just by um, hearing your answer on this, uh, you know, community governments and also looking at the uh, road plan roadmap for um, GM Need Help, which you can find on gmneedhelp.xyz. Um, it looks like we're going to adopt the um, DAO model for our community. So would you mind maybe 
talk a little bit about that, uh, especially for the audience who might not be too familiar with it yet? Yeah, sure. So a DAO, a DAO stands for a Decentralized Autonomous Organization. And I think the best way I've seen it described is something uh, Cooper Turley, who's like a um, just a, someone who's been around DAOs a lot, is it's really just a group of people that have a shared mission and a shared bank account. Um, and what that means is that, you know, typically in companies like my, we, let's go back to Twitter and, and, and Reddit. Um, the users don't have any say in how the government, like how the platform is conducted, what happens, you know, what features are being added. That's really, there's a big division between people that work at these companies, employees and executives and users. And so really what a DAO intends to enable is this notion of a community owned ecosystem. So instead of having that division, uh, why not enable and empower the community to be owners of the platform? And as a result of that, of that ownership, um, through this governance token, they have the ability to contribute and lend their voice to, um, to, to what the platform might do. So, for example, we have talked about this idea of community approval for experts or staking or things like that. But I think what's much potentially much more powerful is for the community to kind of uh, vote on that and, and, and offer their opinion versus it just being a decision that someone in the organization, some CEO type person um, or a founder would make. So I think that's, it's a real benefit of um, how, you know, this kind of web three shared ownership can, can work. And one of the cool things with DAOs beyond um, voting is contribution. Like, you know, even if you had a great idea at Twitter, it's not like you can go ahead and try to build something for Twitter because you're not, you don't work there. The DAO, I think the, the, the spectrum of like the shades are, are much grayer. You know, you can either, you can decide not to do anything, but if you want to contribute and say, Hey, I have this really cool idea for this, for this um, feature, I'm going to kind of build it and submit it. And if it ends up being launched, uh, there's a way for the organization to compensate you for that and the governance token, which is kind of this interesting flywheel effect because then the more token you have, the more vested you are in the success of the platform, the more um, vocal you might be about governance and direction and, and kind of so on and so forth. So that's that's kind of a DAO in a nutshell and some of the benefits. There's also some drawbacks too, and we're still really early. So I think there's going to be a lot of exploration and experimentation of the best forms of of, of DAOs uh, and like the right ways to, to do it. I think having everything voted in pure democracy is also probably not effective either because just decisions are gonna be made too slow. So there's probably some middle ground about which decisions can be community oriented and which decisions can just be made to move quickly. So those are some things that we'll have to think through and other DAOs are also thinking through it as well. Yeah, thank you for the answer. Um, well, obviously, DAO is still a relatively new thing, so everyone is still at the exploring phase right now. But uh, yeah, I definitely love the idea of having the um, users also as the builders and idea contributors, since that could easily, you know, 10x or 100x the ideal pool here. Um, so yeah, thank you so much, uh, Karthik, for participating in this first show. I think... Um, We'll plan to um, 
expand this maybe also to the um, hex community. So I will make sure I, you know, post the uh, invitation links to um, both Discord servers later on the um, show notes. So you can um, join both of them and uh, we will also send out more maybe time and idea of post there to have more um, live audience engagement with the show. Um, but that's all for today's uh, episode uh, zero. Uh, thank you again to our guest and we wish uh, all of you a happy week. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye.